everybody, welcome back to Letterman Row. This is Rapid Reaction brought to you by Buyers Auto. I am Austin Ward, joined as always by Jeremy Birmingham and Spencer Holbrook. And Ohio State has a complete coaching staff yet again, a full-time coaching staff uh, following the retirement of Greg Madison. And as we've talked about, the leading option for the last week and a half or so has been to promote Parker Fleming uh, from within. Second year in a row that Ryan Day has done that uh, with a quality control uh graduate assistant type, somebody who's paid their dues. Parker Fleming has done that twice. First hired uh, in 2012 by Urban Meyer, spent two years, part of that uh, incredible run to start Urban Meyer's tenure with the Buckeyes, left to go to James Madison and uh, Texas State with Everett Withers for a couple of years, then returned to Ohio State, paid his dues with Ryan Day, and now he's been rewarded. He will be the special teams coordinator, uh, as Ohio State confirmed on Wednesday morning, uh, and that will also – I give a little bit more responsibility to Matt Barnes in the secondary, but, you know, burn for anybody who thought that this, um, we talked about it, the possibility this would happen. It's now, now happening. Um, there was not any real interest. It seemed like from Ryan day to go pursue outside the program uh, or make a real splashy hire here. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't know necessarily why that is. I understand people's uh, response to this may be that it's a little underwhelming, um, but again, it does pretty much stay in line with what the Buckeyes have done these last couple of years. Uh, even the Ryan Day hire was, you know, it was about promoting continuity in the program and where uh, uh, people will certainly be questioning whether or not Ohio State is, is doing enough to keep up with the hires at Alabama and places like that. And even Michigan and the way that they hired this offseason, um, people are going to, you know, look at that and, and compare and contrast. But Again, as we said last Friday when, when we really started breaking this down, it seemed like this was Ryan Day's intention from the start. Um, you know, I, I think he's probably earned a little bit of, you know, leeway in, in these decisions. Things have gone pretty well in his two years as head coach. So um, where, again, it might feel like, eh, who knows, maybe could have been better. Uh, it's not really our place to say that yet. It certainly seems like Ohio State is a place that would have drawn a lot of interest from a number of candidates, though. Yeah, possibility uh, still when you reference Alabama that Ohio State could add, um, you know, a, a veteran analyst. Maybe they could help uh, in the secondary. We're going to get more uh, clarity on what what exactly Ryan Day wants from the structure of that defensive coaching staff uh, in the you know days and, and hours ahead here as he talks about it and gets rolling for 2021. But the first thing he had to do was decide, you know, what person he wanted in that full-time role, Spencer. And, um, you know, this this might not have been a guy that if you made a list of uh, 20 or 30 names that he would have come up because generally those all start outside the program. That's the way that college football works. You hire him up, snatch him up from other levels. But as we've talked about, Ryan Day seems to want to develop coaches and keep them as long as he can. I think also the one thing about this hire is it says just as much about Matt Barnes as it does about Parker Fleming coming in and working hard. I think it says a lot about Matt Barnes. That he's been able to, to establish himself in the program and now move up to maybe an elevated role in the defense and not just as a special teams coach and like, you know, the backseat guy for the defense. I think this says a lot about the way he's been able to interact with players, with coaches, his uh, recruiting style. I know Berm talks about how good of a recruiter he is to sort of have him in an elevated role works. And then, Parker Fleming obviously has shown something to Ryan Day that, that makes him trust him the way Corey Dennis, you know, earned his trust a year ago. I think that that this says a lot about the defensive coaching staff as a whole. They still trust Kerry Combs to get the job done next year. I think they trust Matt Barnes enough to elevate him. And now obviously there's a level of trust with Parker Fleming. Well, that's kind of the hard part of this whole thing, I think, for 
for everyone watching it and, and trying to figure out who this guy is because it, the the last year when we would normally have a lot more interactivity with the program and get to see more stuff on the field and get to see more behind the scenes stuff we haven't gotten a chance to see so it sort of comes out of left field when you talk about a guy that is going from a quality control role. I mean, Corey Dennis, we knew about, he'd been with the program for five years. He was, uh, you know, obviously Urban Meyer's, um, you know, son-in-law. So there was at least some name brand recognition there. Um, and I think that's probably what makes people kind of go, uh, we don't know anything about this guy. I mean, even us, you know, when we started uh, talking about this a week ago, like, okay, where, who the heck is Parker Fleming? Um, and, and now you just, again, I think it's about you either trust Ryan Day's uh, opinion here or you don't. Yeah. I will. For somebody who's been in the program twice and especially because of the last year, I've only, you know, briefly met him and had maybe one or two short conversations. He's a, a heck of a nice guy, but so I asked around with some other people in the Woody, you know, sort of the vibe on this and uh, even some people that are, are not uh, sticking around in Columbus very much longer uh, if that gives you a hint of who might have signed off on this, they said that this was the right choice, that Parker Fleming had earned that role. Uh, that was a two thumbs up higher from uh, the people that I talked to. Um, and, and, I, and I don't know, Berm, I, we talked about this the other day. It's National Signing Day. Some of the guys who've got to play or, or helped with you know, being an assistant to an assistant, um, the way that they could get into DMs and text messages. I don't know if Parker Fleming's name had come up a lot with recruits or or who he would have been responsible for because he'd been working with special teams. So I don't know that he's done that much with Ohio State, but he he was a full-time coach um, at Texas State, James Madison. That's not the exact same level of recruiting, but he's been in the college game for a long time, and he's going to know uh, what his responsibility is going to be now that he's elevated to a full-time role. Yeah, and that's the benefit of Ohio State staff right now is that you do have – a handful of home run hitters as recruiters. And so you maybe don't need someone that comes in and, and is a big brand name guy. Maybe you need someone that's, you know, again, I don't, I don't like to use the term program players because you know, you have to have those types of dudes on your, on your roster um, to, to keep things moving and to keep continuity, but it's sort of that same feel to me. It's not something that people are going to look at and go, Oh, wow, that's a great hire because people just don't know anything about him. And I, I think that the natural inclination is to question why the Buckeyes, are the, one of the biggest names in sports, don't go out and find big name coaches. But uh, until a year from now or two years from now, it's hard to really give a, a proper assessment. But I just think that people will certainly have doubts about what the, you know, why this feels, I don't know, is, it, is lazy the right word? I don't know. Does it feel lazy? Does it feel like it, it could have been, um, a splashier thing. And again, I, and you only look at other schools around the country and who they're hiring. And, and, and then you wonder like Ohio state could hire pretty much anyone. So there has to be a reason that Ryan day really likes Parker Fleming. Yeah. You know, I mean, anybody can assign whatever descriptor they want to at Berm. I, it doesn't to me come across as, as lazy. I think what many may have expected or wanted was something that was, that came across as more aggressive and, uh, that's generally what you do when you go look outside or if you throw a million dollars around and, you know, Ryan day clearly didn't feel like he had to do that. He felt the same way uh, when Mike Yersich left a year ago, um, you know, other than the fact that Corey Dennis had some name recognition and uh, you know, 
direct ties to the Meyer family, you know, you, you could have made the same assessment of that a year ago. But he's done oh, this. People, a lot of people did, certainly. And that's what I think. Well, and um, I was going to say that, that that came up in the press conference. Even though Corey Dennis had that advantage and some name recognition, you know, the, the press conference on that announcement was, what are you doing? Like, why did he deserve to do this? And that will probably happen again for Parker Fleming, uh, you know, shortly when, when, when Ryan Day talks about that. But uh, it's not like he's hurt for an explanation for why he did that either that either a year ago or from sort of what we've heard in the last week about him now. Yeah. And I, I think what, what Ryan day is telling everybody is if he sees something he likes in a coach, he's not going to going to care what everybody else has to say about it. You know, he, he's just going to do what he thinks is best for the program, what's best uh, for the coaching staff. And if he think, thinks Parker Fleming can coach special teams as well as anybody in the country or as well as Ohio state needs him to, that's what he's going to do. And if he thinks Matt Barnes is ready for an elevated role in the, in the defensive, uh, secondary coaching he's going to do it and so I think that it's just one of those things where he's just going to have to look at everybody and say hey trust me this is this is what's going on and this is how I want my program set up yeah Austin you and I talked about it in Miami um you know after the national championship game that these next couple weeks this next few months leading into spring we're really going to be the time for Ryan Day to put the stamp that it's his program and and this sort of hire is that you know, it's a little different than Corey Dennis being elevated because Justin Fields was in that room at quarterback and and Ryan Day works very, very closely with quarterback. You're replacing a, a punter. You're replacing a kicker. You're, you know, have you're, you're replacing all of your stuff. I mean, I don't know how much a, how much a coach really has to do with that. You know, when you're talking about specialists, it's not like Parker Fleming is a kicker or a punter. So how, how does, what is his role? I mean, I think that this may be one of those things where it kind of gets overblown because he's the 10th coach and he's a special teams coordinator. So what is he really doing? Is he drawing up onside kicks? I mean, who knows? You know, we, we don't, it's not like he's teaching the art of kicking because yeah. that's a specialized skill. So um, I don't think you're going to see the, wow, this was a terrible hire 10 months from now type of thing, but, it certainly does speak to the the guy, you know, having a lot of Ryan Day's trust. And and certainly they believe he can handle it as a recruiter because in the last year, Matt Barnes, when he was in that role these last two seasons uh, as a special teams coordinator and a defensive back assistant, Matt Barnes was extremely important on the recruiting front for Ohio State, but he didn't always get the attention. And you did ask earlier, but I haven't heard a lot of Parker Fleming's name to this point. Um, not like you do some of the other assistant coaches, like I've mentioned before, Kennedy Cook is one who, who constantly is brought up by offensive line recruits. Um, but, you know, again, you just have to sort of wait and see because this is this is Ryan Day's decision and it's his program. I think it, what's, what's interesting to me, and it struck me that this has now happened two years in a row, if there was another offensive opening at this time next year, I think it would be three years in a row because Keenan Bailey is waiting in the wings. And so Ohio state has found these people. And you mentioned Kennedy cook. I mean, they've got guys that they want uh, in the program permanently. And some of this non million dollar hires is that there may be more money for quality control um, analysts, uh, assistant to the assistance positions, those types of things where that builds it up. And it does, that's sort of where, you know, you can see Alabama stockpiling it and, and having a room full of 30, 40 coaches, uh, you know, that get captured on TV. I don't think Ohio State has any intention to do that, but they've they've identified a, a bunch of young talent, and that developed here thing doesn't seem to just be applying to the players. I don't think that they want Keenan Bailey to ever leave the program as long as Ryan Day is around. So 
we might be having the same conversation a year from now. And you know, the other thing that Alabama has done and, and they, they've been able to manage this is that all these coaches come in with huge buyouts from other places. So <laughs> you don't ha- you don't have to pay them a lot of money. They're coming to work basically to rehabilitate themselves as, you know, uh, potential coaching hires down the road. And this, it is a different approach. Uh, it certainly, again, when you're talking to Buckeyes fans out there, they're going to see it and be like, okay, how does Parker Fleming relate to Bill O'Brien? And it, it doesn't, and, and it's not meant to. And I think that that's the thing that maybe gets lost. here. Anything else? Think, pretty good. No, I just think that uh, I'm going to, I'm going to trust what Ryan Day is doing right now. I think he's got something. I think he's got this program moving in the right direction. I think, I think, uh, <laughs> I think he's earned the benefit of the doubt. Even through two years that uh, he knows what he's doing. I think he's only missed on one hire and that maybe if you categorize Mike Gears, it's just a miss on a hire, but other than that, he's he's done a good job of, of uh, putting together his staff, and I think he'll probably do a good job with this park. Yeah, and Yursich is one year. He had a Heisman finalist. And, you know, again, we're, we're talking about Ohio State. The expectations are so grandiose, and everything is is so under the microscope and under so much scrutiny that they're the we lose track of what's real compared to, I think, the majority of, of college football because Mike Yurcich was overseeing a record breaking offense with a Heisman trophy final, two Heisman trophy finalists on offense and uh, a playoff berth. So, I mean, it's like what I think we, we've just jumped the shark. <laughs> Usually it's much more clear to me when we need to end yeah. rapid reaction and an actual jumping on the shark. This was pretty tame by our standards here at Letterman row. Uh, Parker Fleming has completed the Ohio state coaching staff. Uh, breaking that down on National Signing Day. A lot more coverage coming, of course, from Berm on uh, this day that's quieter than normal, but uh, we'll still have a lot to talk about uh, for Ohio State as they close up this one signing class, get ready for the next one, uh, and complete this coaching staff. For Berm and Spencer Holbrook, I'm Austin Ward. This has been Rapid Reaction, uh, brought to you by Byers Auto. Stay with us for full coverage of the Buckeyes at LettermanRow.com.